Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Land Larrikins, episode six. Some tip rats don't get it all airborne. This is what happens when they don't. What are you looking at? Mate, I'm looking at unicycle hockey fan Luke Heggie. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Crocs owner and fence post water gauge monitor, Nick Cody. <laughs> Hold on, fence post water gauge monitor. Are they the blokes that just walk around with the jacket? No, no, no. Just just your own. Oh. You know that triangular perspex water oh. gauge, the, the rain rainfall? Mate, I'll be honest, still don't know how rain's measured. Obviously, is it? Do they have a bucket out? How do they know that it's that much yeah, I, I don't know. For old men, it's just a wedge-shaped um, container nailed to a fence post. You go up and check out how many millimetres you got. But how – oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't, but I'm not sure. That's only in that one spot. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit. Yeah. I don't believe it. Nah. I know, like a couple of times when I grew up in Brisbane, you get like a metre in an hour. Oh, man. Once every decade or so. It was a fucking massive rain. Yeah. Sick. Brisbane doesn't fuck around. One time, I was at the pub and the joint flooded, like the car park flooded. We were out in the car park up to our necks pushing cars around because all the cars went engine up Oh, they're floating around, hitting each other. <laughs> so just like pushing cars off each other, swimming around. Didn't go home. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I love that the place is flooded and you're like, all right, what do we do now? Let's push these cars. Yeah. Not not to get them out of harm's way, just just for a laugh. Oh, no. We'll... we'll Trying to save them from hitting each other. Oh, you were helping out. Yeah, I oh. was. I was out with all the drink drivers trying to save their fucking cars for them. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was safely at home. Um, so, yeah, Christmas special for Land Larrikins. And thanks again for everyone who is a Patreon member. Uh, enough of you to, to be very nice. Not enough of you for us to give a fuck what we say. What are you going to do? Ruin Christmas. 100%. But thank yeah. you for listening in. Thanks for your support. You know what it goes towards, and we really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, a few Christmas tales here, a few grubby little things that happen around the festive season, and we'd better get stuck in. Don't want to be here all day. Um, we're looking at a hotspot, uh, Ambrosia Indian Restaurant in beautiful and tranquil Gympie, Fuck yeah. Queensland, home to many crimes and street brawls. When I was on uh, radio up in up in Brisbane, that was one of the places you could always make fun of, Gimpy. Everybody told me, mate, just get stuck into Gimpy. Yeah. I had no idea. You go just type Gimpy News, have a good time. Yeah, man. I'm supposed to be doing a show there early next year. I don't know. My, my cousin was the chief police officer in Gimpy for Fuck. a time. She said the joint was fucked, <laughs> which I already knew just from passing through it. As a child. At speed. On our way from Brisbane to somewhere better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we'd st- sometimes we'd stop there at the Golden Fleece, grab a Chico roll or something, but generally straight through. What's the Golden Fleece? Oh, it was an old petrol station restaurant. Oh. You know when petrol stations had a roadhouse? Yeah, they're, and they're all gone now because they're replaced with a Macca's Red Rooster KFC Subway hybrid. Yeah. And it's like, no, I want to see what a fucking lunatic gas station Chef can whip up. Oh, yeah. Usually a steak. Paper thin. <laughs> How would you like it? Does it matter what I ask for? <laughs> no. No. Boot. <laughs> yeah, you'll need sauce. <laughs> Welcome to the free Christmas edition of Land Larrikins. I'm Nick Cody, and of course, I'm with your mate, Luke Heggie. How are you, mate? Yep. I'm standard. Man, are you feeling it in your heart, this this Christmas spirit? We've decided to th- give this episode to people for free. What do you think about that? Well, I just like to give a bit back. Sometimes I'll give money to a disgusting homeless just out of the goodness of my heart. But, You're um, a good bloke. You know. You're a bloody top bloke. Oh, it's that time of year. But uh, I'm glad everybody listening to this listens to our Midfly Brawl podcast for free. This is generally, Land Larrikins is just 
for Patreon subscribers, people who keep the lights on here at Midfly Brawl HQ. And uh, as the great man Luke Heggie's always said, nothing's free. Nothing is for free. And the people that do keep the lights on, our Patreon subscribers uh, have decided they're going to give this to you for free, but you've got to hear some words from them. And uh, here's a few messages right now. I'm going to kick off. Gordon has said, why am I paying money so you freeloaders can have a laugh on my dime? It's communism at its worst. Emily says, hey, lads, my sentence for you as follows. Cody ran out of room on the toy because you rat bags didn't contribute to the Patreon. Who knows how many of Heggie's fuck-ups are now gone for good. That's a good point, Emily. David said, hope you enjoy your penny-pinching Christmas, you tight cunts. Harsh words there, Dave. Sean says, eat less Christmas food, fatties. Then you can afford to support these animals. Lucky makes a good point. Daniel wrote, Merry Christmas. You freeloading dogs ought to open up your Nike bum bag, spread that Velcro wallet wide and pay up. (laughs) (laughs) These are great. Suck. Anyway, this isn't uh, this is Ambrosia Restaurant, and it's uh, overwhelmingly well reviewed on your favourite site, TripAdvisor. Except, of course, for a couple of interesting characters who went there and had a bad time. Uh, tell you a couple because good review is not that interesting. Like it is a nice place, obviously, but um, you're never going to please everyone. Um, Aaron from Alice Springs ordered his grub there, six twenty-five p.m. Got told it'd be twenty-five minutes. Turned up. It wasn't ready. Had to wait an extra 12 minutes. Got given a free drink for his troubles. Not good enough. One star. Mm. What a fucking champ. Some nerve for a bloke from Alice Springs to talk about, you know, quick service. Shit being on time, yeah. The Northern Territory are slow as fuck. Oh, only one thing better in reviews for me than shit reviews. And that has to be managers getting online to respond to reviews. Oh, the manager got in. Oh, yeah. When I see a review and then underneath there's like... (laughs) italics and a little yeah. paragraph indent. It's time to crack a beer and the knuckles and settle in. You're going to see some good shit and they respond to everything. Oh, Ambrosia do? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, L-SK, a level two reviewer from TripAdvisor who's quite partial to reviewing everywhere she goes in the region. Big fan of Ria's Cafe in Mergen. Nice mild curry, beautiful naans. The, uh, the economies of Mergen, Gimpy, Toowoomba and Kingaroy, to name a few, have all benefited from the hard work of L-SK. However, had a bad time in Ambrosia's of Gimpy. Oh, no. <laughs> she said, and I quote, my husband and I, and it's a good time to state that her husband gets mentioned in every review to legitimise her ranting. Um, she's at the study, not crafting a winch. He's in the kitchen plunging the bodum and arranging the ice favos on a plate and shutting his stupid fucking mouth. Um, my husband and I ordered an entree each, one main meal each, biryani to share, and naan breads. Food was horrible. Long story short, wrote a review on their Facebook page. I was called a liar, told to go to India if I wanted authentic curry. Was told we'd ordered enough for more than five people. Classic Indian method for telling white people they're fucking gluttons. Great. Love it. What a great thing, too, to get Indian food and just be told, fuck off, go to India if you want the legit shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see that. Like I didn't. She said she got told that. I didn't yeah. see that. Ambrosia's response: You wouldn't stop. Even Facebook found your post disgusting and deleted it in result. There's definitely something wrong with you. I hope God help you. Thank you. High road response: Classic passive aggression. Hoping God helps your enemy. I love it. <laughs> well, anyway, you know something's wrong with her because she's a level two TripAdvisor reviewer. Absolutely. I don't know how many levels there are. It's in the title. Yeah. <laughs> you get a belt. It's like karate. Um, anyway, the, the incident, right, two little textbook Queenslander fucking hoons, maybe LSK's grandkids, I don't know, they're malingering around two days before Christmas 2017. They go into Ambrosia Indian Restaurant, authentic Indian spices mixed with local produce, one of Gimpy's most popular restaurants, and pinch the tip jar off the counter. Two days before. Ruined Christmas. Oh, that's grim. Absolutely. A couple of 13-year-old boys anywhere in Australia, especially outside of the big five cities, up to absolutely no good. You should just be able to fucking hit them, put them against the wall and ask them what they're fucking doing, like the olden days. 
8.45 p.m., the two offenders casually approach staff looking for a table. Yeah. That whole sentence is, what are you fucking cunts up to? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> no 13-year-olds want a table. It's 8.45 p.m. Yeah. Go inside. You should have had dinner three hours ago. <laughs> and just <laughs> go home. Oh. oh. It's on. Uh, it got caught on on CCTV when they did it. Anyway, if anyone sees this and recognises the boys, contact Gimpy Police. Um, they haven't found them. Or well, I think it's that time again. Sucked in. Still not free. You losers. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. But fuck you. Uh, PJ says, "Give the guys some coin, you cheap fucks." Again, solid point. Thanks, PJ. Aaron wrote. Support Air Jade and you tight cunts. We can't have another airline going under in 2020. <laughs> Matt says, Oi, cunts, get amongst the Patreon, you cheap tip rats. <laughs> There's a theme with the uh, with the greetings I'm finding here. And <laughs> Pat has continued with the theme. Pat says, Hey, cunts, enjoy your free content that we're paying for. Have a Merry Christmas and get fucked. <laughs> Osha says, Sometimes at Christmas, someone gives me a goat in Africa or a well pump in Vietnam. So consider this my charity contribution to you, you poor, impoverished podcast listening cheapskate. Good point. If you're like Osha, do you mean Osha Gunsberg? Do you mean... Your mate. It is. It's Heggy's mate. It is. And the fact that your dog's barking in the background, that's what you get. A barked over message <laughs> from TV legend Osha Gunsberg. Alan wrote... Happy Christmas, cheapskates. May you be stuck between a pissed supermodel and a screaming kid on your next flight and get diverted somewhere shit. Oh, thanks, Alan. Alex <laughs> says, there's a good reason I look down my nose at you from first class. Pay up, you tight cunts. Fuck yeah, Alex. And Alex, when he says first class, he means it. Alex is in the first class tier. He plays 20 bucks a month. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Daniel wants to let you know. I just want to know what they do with the extra 30 cents a day, the cheap-ass dog starvers. <laughs> Matt says, all your bunch of boppers, hard year, free episodes, over now. Grow up and pay. Fuck yeah. Yes. All this, though, hot on the heels of Farmer and Son suffering exactly the same fate. Their chip jar went missing. I saw this, the farmer and son, uh, the tip jar get knocked off, and I was going to Google it, but I, I left it to Luke Heggie, the king. Because I, <laughs> to me, if I was to guess, farmer and son sounds like a cafe oh. or a bar that they're just, there's no farmer around. It's just they've called it that. It's just two rich oh, blokes that have opened the joint. Fucking oath, man. Farmer and son's a locally owned gourmet cafe. There you go. Where you can really taste the nutrient-rich soil in their range of jams, relishes, and chutneys. I tell you what, like you say, man, you whack the word farmer. What was it? How did you describe that place? What's in there? It is a locally owned gourmet cafe where you can really taste the nutrient-rich soil in their range of jams, relishes, and chutneys. I knew just from the name. That's why stereotypes exist. I figured it out. Oh, fuck yeah. You put the word farmer into anything, you got yourselves a bloody deal with me. There's a, there's a service station near where I've been working. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's got a shop at it. Like it's, it's, called, it's definitely big oil on the outside. I didn't pull up on my fucking donkey. <laughs> you go inside and there's, there's wooden crates and shit everywhere. <laughs> like, there's a hollowed out wine barrel with cans of Coke resting on a bed of hay. <laughs> And sort of crusty, crusty bread sandwiches fresh out of the freezer. What a time to be alive! <laughs> yeah, a few seven dollar bananas so, <laughs> straight from the farm. I just peel the stickers off. Yeah. Call it fucking farmer organic. Hey, is this has it been a good uh, good season for for fucking peppermint extra? <laughs> <laughs> has it a been a bountiful, of juicy fruit, <laughs> bountiful harvest? <laughs> Three for two Red Bull. Um, big year. Yeah. Big year on the taurine. This, um, I mean, it sounds like a, I smell a rat though because in the same south side shopping precinct 
as father and son is Ambrosia. So it's clearly these kids or maybe a copycat. I don't know. Either way, there's two punk kids at large operating in the gimpy area flogging tip jars. They'd be they'd be 16 by now, so probably go and have a gander at Juvie if you want to find them. Yeah, and again, what are they? Just two 13-year-olds walk into a cafe. Fuck off. That'd be the yep. fuck off. I know you're going for something. <laughs> You don't come in here. Yeah. Go to fucking time zone or whatever you're up to. I'll tell you, when I, when I used to work in the bottle shop, we had a, a cigarette machine yeah. near the door and it wasn't ours. You'll love this. My grandma had a cigarette machine in her house. Coin operated. Yep. Bang, this was in the 60s. Yeah. That's how many darts she used to smoke. They just gave her a machine. But then she didn't, she didn't have much money, so she'd just break into the machine. To get her own money out to buy more darts. Yeah, right. Yeah, she was an 80 a day. Oh, so she didn't own the machine? No, it was like a cigarette company. Cigarette company put a machine in her house? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Brilliant. Loved a dart. They had one at the shop and it wasn't didn't belong to the shop. So when it yeah. broke, people would go, oh, this just ate my money. So we'll take it up with them, mate. It's not ours. I fucking yeah. don't care. Um, but I'd be, I'd be sitting in the fridge reading the paper generally, and just watching through the through the gaps in the bottles. If someone came in, I'd hear yeah. the ding and I'd have to get up. But I saw this kid run in and he's got all these coins and all his mates' coins and shit and he's shoving them into the machine and he's going too fast so they're coming oh, back out and he's looking yeah. over his shoulder and everything. And I just sat there watching him. And then Siggy's <clears throat> <laughs> were probably about eight bucks at the time. He's fed about $6 of coins in there and I just opened up the fridge door and ran out and started yelling, what are you doing, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> And he's just shit himself and dropped the rest of the money yeah. and fucking run off. And you scored fucking eight bucks. You just got eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I love a dodgy way to get cash. I remember I remember once in high school, my mum bought it was year twelve, so she bought the entire range of school photos, yeah, like the ones where you get your your fucking dumb head on a bookmark and in a oh, fucking snow yuck. globe. She bought the whole package, and the the envelope was all it was all coins, and maybe a ten dollar note. It was maybe thirty bucks total, but there was a ten dollar note. The rest were coins. Yeah, I just tore the envelope, took a bunch out, left a five dollar note in there, and put it in the put it in the box, like the order box. Yeah. And they sent me all the photos. Said there must have must have been a mistake. The money must have fallen out somewhere. Oh, great! Yeah, nice one. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was a phone call. Oh, good timing. I thought you're playing rap because they like stealing shit too. That's your <laughs> fucking mo. When you're a kid, learning early. All right, you fucking tight asses. It's time for a few more reads from our legends over at Patreon. To kill ya! To kill ya! Roars has written in one. Kieran, you're so far behind, you probably won't hear this till next Christmas. And two, Trav, you fake Queenslander, fuck your more chilly memes and chip in with some flash. Cheers, lads, loving your work. And that's from Roars. And then him in brackets, he's written children's book author Zoe Foster's neighbour in the late '80s in Bundanoon. <laughs> Heavy message there, oh, Roars. Tell you what, when you grow up in Bundanoon, you'd never think. You're going to grow up next door to a future children's author, <laughs> would you? I mean, I feel starstruck just reading that. It's amazing. Your neighbours as a kid probably think the same thing, Heggy. They never know. They never knew that they'd be living next to an eventual children's author. That's my lock for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Marching Marchin <laughs> sent in. Hope you've enjoyed your life lesson, you stingy fucks. Everything free comes at a price. You're not wrong there, Marchin. Maeve says, enjoy the app, you pack of crunchy shoelaces. Oh, bit of heggy gold there. Cheers, Maeve. Catherine. Catherine's written, for the freeloaders, can't go to Bali for your annual dose of wellness and third world exploitation, then pay for your content, you fucking grubs. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and it says, stingy people like you cannot do anything useful but die. Merry Christmas. That's the first Christmas I've had to say in this. I was hoping to get through so all the odd numbers ones wouldn't have that, but uh, thank you for fucking insulting me all the way through, you Patreon fuckers. Anyway, it's uh, time to get back to the episode now. Good luck. Just so you know, Heggy, if you thought you were going to just say Christmas, when I see it's written as Christmas, I could just add this. Ruin Christmas. So you were stuck either way. Enjoy the show. 
So um, still in Queensland, right, and to the spiritual home of uh, Grubbery that's not Gympie, the Golden Coast. Oh, yes. And uh, you sent me this, lovely, hot off the press, no less, a um, work Christmas party at the GCTC, Gold Coast Turf Club, 5.30 p.m., Saturday, 5th of December, 2020. A few brewskis, bit of a punt probably, and uh, all the frustrations of having to work for a living bubble up to the surface. Fuck yeah. People forget that. They always talk about the positives of Christmas parties, which are people porking colleagues. Yeah. Um, but they always forget, no, there is a darker side, and that is I've hated this cunt all year and I'm going to fight him. Yeah, for sure. Evidently, one of them did the old slap head to a bald man. My guess is one of the older blokes involved in the incident. Although, who knows these days? Men go bald very young now. Too many fucking hats on heads when it's not sunny is my diagnosis. Um, rubs all the hair off. Um, I've seen heaps of, he see heaps of spam heads in their 20s now, don't you? It really affects society, these little pricks. They've got to go and earn money and quick because they're bald. It's the only way they can fool women into liking them. I think, though, what's happened now is that uh, Joe Rogan talked about trying to keep his hair for ages mm. and then one day said, fuck this, just shaved it off. He goes, I was going bald, fuck it, just shaved it off. And because he does have 100 million listeners or whatever, I think a lot of young blokes just get, it starts at the back, it starts thin, the bald spot starts thinning, thinning and you go, fuck this, I'm jumping the gun, getting rid of all of it. Well, it's a dignified way to do it, but I don't know that Joe Rogan invented fucking shaving your head. That's a bit much. No, definitely not. But he has said, just stop pretending it's going to fucking grow back. He said, I just got rid of it and that's a good move and there's a lot of blokes that listen to that. Yeah, but he's got hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. bit harder, 22, (laughs) bald, you're a fucking loser like us, like the rest of us, and you're going to try and trick women into thinking you're a good fucking prospect. That's why you see so many of them getting around in fancy cars, selling houses and dealing stocks and shit, just working some other fucking angle other than having nice hair. It's the only people you'll ever hear say that um, baldness comes from too much testosterone. If any of my mates say that and they've still got hair, I go, hold on, what came out in the shower? Why are you bringing this fact up Yeah, out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, I mean, plugs, for all that money though, like plugs of, people say plugs have come a long way and they probably have. Although I must be special because I can still fucking spot them. Mm. I don't know how far they've come. No, nah, you get it. You see them up close. There's a lot of tricks that, yeah, people don't realize. I think stuff looks good on TV, but if you see it with your actual eyes out in society, you go, fake hair. I love a good shit wig too. Oh, a proper good shit wig. Fuck it, I respect that way more. Way more. <laughs> and plugs. You're fucking running the gauntlet. <laughs> going to be windy, you'll fucking forget it, you'll lose it, something will happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck, it's a commitment, a wig. Pretty good. Um, so it did say one of them was rubbing the man's head, maybe for luck. They were at the track trying to release the genie or something. But um, ended up in a big fight, all-in brawl, five in hospital. Five in hospital? Five men in hospital, including men in their 50s and 60s. And I'm, I mean, I'm not violent, but I see myself being even less violent as I age. Not a fucking good idea. Um, I've been threatened to be bashed in my 40s by blokes in their early 20s. It'd be like bashing your dad and his friends. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but old men still get into fights. I think it's fucking stupid. Yeah. You bruise easy. You snap. You're not, you're not fucking 20 anymore. Yeah, man, I'm sore. I, I pulled a muscle in my back at Touch Rugby the other night, taking off my boots. Yeah. Oof. It's not a good start. Yeah, it's, always, it's always something innocuous, though, that does it as you're getting on. Um, By the way, I think I know what's kicked this bloke off as well. What time did you say it all started? 5.30 p.m. Saturday. Yeah, 5.30 p.m. on a Saturday. So that uh, that is 5.30 p.m. on a Saturday is the end of the race day. Yeah. I believe Gold Coast races are daytime races. Yeah. Um, here's a bloke that has lost a lot of cash and the final race, known as the Get Out Stakes, has not helped Absolutely. his cause. And then it's been one rub of the bald spot and I'm fucking taking everyone out. Fuck yeah. Don't touch a man who's just lost 
everything, <laughs> including the hair at the fucking track. I wouldn't touch him. All right, it's time for some more Patreon insults to you fucking freeloading pricks. Ebu says, Oi, Johnny, you cunt head. You somehow managed to crawl out of the afterlife bucket, but I still see mum's coat hanger mark on your forehead like some kind of fucked bogan Harry Potter, except you're not a wizard. You're just a magician's trick, you poof. You're a botched fuckwit low-life cunt. Pay the lads some Patreon money, you low-life seat-sniffing creep. Jesus Christ. You know what I love about Ebu here is that I think he thinks Patreon charge him extra if he uses commas and full stop, so I appreciated <laughs> his spending all that cash just getting that rant out in one block. Word to the wise while I'm down here, and there has been a few of these. Um, Ebu's correct here. The correct the, the, When you call someone a cunt, the the preface, it's got to be oi, not hey. Hey, what, who do you think you are? You in Buckingham Palace or something? It's oi. No, 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 but hey's the, hey's the counterpunch. Saying hey, cunt, hey's putting your chin out, they swing at you, you step back, clock. <laughs> that's that's getting them to come in. Well, nice. I've always been an oi man. Ebu, the vibe I got out of Ebu's message is this could be him. But you better understand English in about five seconds. If you don't, I am going to fuck you up. Let us know if that's you, Ebu. Matthew says, enjoy the scraps of this episode, you bottom feeder. <laughs> all right. Grace says. Heggy, sorry. Grace is the legend that made all of the um, decals for the planes for Flight Simulator. Oh, really? Yeah. Fellow Nicholas Jeffrey Cody nerd type. Yep. Um, thank you, Grace. Computer plane nerd. Grace says, the only other person I know who listens is my brother who is already on the Patreon, but to all the other freeloading dogs, I say get on board or you might find a for falcon in the Christmas stocking instead of that fancy fucking Samsung you wanted. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. I think, I don't know, maybe it's how I grew up. I'd be wrapped with any TV in a Christmas stocking. <laughs> oh, that's a big stocking. <laughs> that's, a fucking, that's, that's, a, that's a minimum 75-inch stocking. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. James has written in, you wretched cunts should pay a few dollars so these bums can improve their shitty, and then in quotation marks, podcast. I don't think James likes this, but he pays. Thanks, James. Well, you got, you got to pay to insult. It's not free. Uh, Squirter says, hope you're dribbling all over your phones, you destitute fucks. Thanks, Squirter, for getting in on fucking Cody instead of the Christmas thing all the time, even though it's catchier. Good on you. And I just looked down. Sorry, squirted. The dribbling's off the machine at the minute. I don't know what's happened to the toy. It sounds like that's a setup, Heggy, oh, but I'll find it. We'll get it in there. Nah, Let's whatever. get back to the episode. Um, <laughs> tell you what, though. You feel like a laugh after a hard day's yakka. Pop over to the Gold Coast Bulletin Facebook page. Pretty fucking good. I am um, just unironically reporting the best news items from the Paris of the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> Here's a couple of headlines, right? I don't subscribe, obviously, so I don't see the articles. But the headlines, right? Here's a few just from the last few days because I was looking for this article. Yeah. This is what happened between then and now. Gold Coast cop reveals bizarre attempt to frame him for bank robbery. Right. Deadly snake takes a dip at a popular beach. (laughs) Uh, Takes a dip. Don't deserve the dregs. Coast MP's supercar concerns. They're thinking about having supercars at the Goldie. Great. They don't want any dregs there. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think supercars brings in? High society types. Well, that's what he's worried about. He doesn't want doesn't want the dregs coming into the Gold Coast. Oh, so he doesn't <laughs> so he doesn't want supercars at all? Or he just no, he wants want the race. At all. And, oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say that it's hand <laughs> in hand. You can't <laughs> It's already saturated. You yeah. might as fucking well. <laughs> Make some cash. They're already there. Yeah. Has this coast mum cops vile abuse for breastfeeding five year old? That's fair. It was probably me. It was at the kid though. Sure. I was yelling at the kid. Yeah. Fuck off, mate. You can make a sandwich. Get off the tit. Yeah. Do you reckon she turns up at lunchtime, grade one? I was going. You can't have your pen license and fucking have breast milk. I reckon. Oh yeah, grim. Um, <laughs> one more. Queensland's most notorious Insta famous gym junkies. An article about the perils of extreme vanity. Oh, I might have to check that article out because Huge Huge might be in there. 
I don't know. Is he in, in- Did I tell you about this on an episode the other week at the gig at Good Chat Comedy Club? No. And uh, no. downstairs at Fritzenberger, top of Caxton, fucking great room. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> if you're in Brizzy, of course. But there was a bloke in the crowd. He was six foot seven, mm. turned out to be 135 kilos. I was talking about my secondhand Subaru Forester, and he said, um, he was asking me questions on state, legitimate questions about what they offered me when I bought it at the dealership. And it turned out he was a he had a car detailing business. This guy tatted up, his mate tatted up. And afterwards he said, Hey Nick, how are you? And I said, Hey mate, what's your name? And he said, Huge Huge. And I said, Did you say huge, huge? And he said, Nah, my name's Eugene and I'm huge. So I go by Huge Huge. Brilliant. And Huge Huge has about 40,000 Instagram followers mm. and he's just fucking a huge huge. He's a big unit. That's it. Lifting weights, lots of tats, living on the Goldie, living a good party party boy lifestyle. They've always got something to do with cars, don't they? Yeah. Cars are never far away from this shit. No. Well, he said the, the problem is his car detailing business is that he's too big. So he has to. He can't get in there and clean the insides of the cars because he's fucking huge, huge. Oh, if only there were a solution to being too big. Mm. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. I don't want to make any guesses about how huge, huge does things, but uh, looking at his Instagram, it appears his fitness does go in cycles. Yeah, right. His level of fitness. <laughs> well, they have to, Insta people have to get sh- like a photo shoot done when they're at the good part of the cycle, don't they? And just farm them out bit by bit. I saw a bloke at uh, at the gym that I go to in Melbourne the other day. He was asking the chick at the desk about the best, um, he was an Indian dude, asking about the best fake tan he should get for an upcoming bodybuilding comp. And I was, I was looking at this bloke thinking, man, I hope upcoming, I hope what you mean by that is 2024 <laughs> because you're fucking... <laughs> Can't you look like you just got out of a wheelchair? Were you, were you in a coma? What's don't they have divisions or some shit? Weight divisions? I don't care. Even the most woke person would look at this guy and say you shouldn't be on a bodybuilding stage. Yeah, right. It's a, it's I think a, you misunderstood what woke's about. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you thought, fuck, surely they've run out by now. Wrong cunts. Get this up here. This is from Mark. Get on the Patreon to get Heggy off the tools and fund the new kids' book written by Australia's favourite larrikin. Stop being a tight ass, especially you, Rado. Sick. Personal <laughs> insult, all the ways, and ripping into future children's author, Nicholas Jeffrey Cody. I like it. Pound for pound, Mark up there with one of the best ones so far. Just a great, he's used three sentences and has fucking got everyone. <laughs> yeah, including Rado. Fuck you, Rado. Um, <laughs> Angus says, hope you're enjoying land larrikins, you freeloading fucks. Enjoy the festive season. While it's honest living types on Patreon, which make this podcast possible, it's grubs like you that provide the content. Makes you think, doesn't it? Sure does. Makes you think, doesn't it? This is from Amanda. Pay up, cheapskates, or I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly, yellowed, no good, freeloading keister out of our podcast. Now, by Like is that it. the is that the clip from Home Alone? Yes, that action movie that he plays in yeah in New York. Yeah, That's is. a fake movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fake movie. It's also a Christmas movie, isn't it? Home Alone, or isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they both are. Is that a Christmas film? Ah, oh, sick. She's she's nailed that. Fucking top work, I love it. Um, keep the change, you filthy animal. That sort of business. <laughs> yeah. uh, JWD eighty nine says to quote the great Terry Crews in Bridesmaids, "Fucking freeloaders." <laughs> And Mim has written in, I paid for this, you pack of pricks. Straight to the point. Love your style, Mim, and you're spot on. Let's get back to the episode. So, um, yeah, Gold Coast Bulletin, uh, Facebook part. I reckon he would be on there if he's a famous Gold Coast Instagrammer. I I would like to read the article myself, but I'm not fucking buying the Gold Coast Bulletin. I'm not a lunatic. I'll send it to you. Hopefully it's all. Hold on, let me have a squiz right now. Gold Coast Bulletin. Queensland's most notorious Insta-famous gym junkies is the name of the article. And it's just talking about, I assume it's talking about how their organs are fucked and uh, the vanity's not that good for your mental health. Oh, once me Ah, I've got it. I'm in. Oh, no, he won't. Huge, huge probably won't be in this. Why? Because these are people that have, these are people that have gotten in trouble. Oh, okay. They're criminals. 
So one, a bloke named Dean. He's a bodybuilder who helped to import steroids. Um, Shane and Eve, they're a couple, both charged with trafficking steroids. Um, Jack from Gimpy, he sold 10 grand worth of marijuana as well as MDMA. There's another bloke, self-confessed drug dealer and fitness trainer. Yeah. Um, Another bloke caught with commercial quantities. You never want. (laughs) You never want caught with commercial quantities of steroids and cocaine. Um, Mate, Commonwealth bank teller turned Insta fitness model. Yeah, right. My favourite though, prison guard turned power lifter. Super. And then cocaine trafficker. Yeah. I would think if I were a drug dealer, and I'm not, but if I were to ever dabble in that, probably the less followers and popularity I had, the better. Like I know you've got to shift some units. Yeah. But you don't really want to be famous, do you? Yeah. And doing that. No. Fucking crazy. And also, uh, nothing like how easy are you making it for the cops? All I do all day is eat, train, sleep, repeat, drive a Porsche. You go, fucking hell, cunt. Yeah. Something's not right. You didn't say work in there. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to have a look in your bank. you got to add a little little fucking dash of work as well like <laughs> Stefan did. Yeah. Yeah, I go and do one haircut a day. That's why I own 10 speedboats and, and a sky needle. I did put that up on the Insta the other week, walking back to the apartment in Brizzy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, here we go. Sorry. The music that just kicked off, goldcoastbulletin.com.au, decided to play a video, my favourite thing yep. when I'm on the internet. I'm reading the news. All it is is a, um, 11 of these gyms were found to have traces of cocaine and other illicit drugs. They're testing gym equipment, all the toilets in these gyms. Oh, right. Oh, Sydney, City Gym on Crown Street, Virgin Active, Pitt Street, Fitness First Platinum on Bond Street. Hmm. Wow. What people do. Who gives a fuck? Gyms. Yuck. All right. Time for some more. N says, all you dwibbling chair sniffers are going to ruin Christmas. Makes a good point. Dan's written in, thanks to you, povo cunts, Cody's kids are sitting in a hot car without the windows cracked outside Crown because they can't afford a nanny. Thanks. He's made a good point there, actually. <laughs> Saw a more chilly machine the other day, Heggy. Went to a pub and there was a... I saw in the pokey section, I don't know what it's like in New South Wales, but Victoria, to stop the spread of coronavirus, every second pokey's machine is cordoned off. Yes. But they'd cordoned off the more chilly machine. Fuck off. Very sad day. There's a bit of this. <laughs> they clearly need to rearrange a machine. Yeah. They can't be that fucking heavy. It's a two-man oh. lift, I would think, if it's not full of coins anymore. No, just move the... Easy. Who the fuck is blocking up more chili? I understand if you've got to cover on where's the gold or your black rhino. You've got to leave more chili to the people. It's Christmas time. I'm trying to get some presents over here. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Right. Uh, Mark has requested something very specific here, Heggy. He needs this delivered by Billy Moore if possible. Get it. Freeloader, freeloader, freeloader. Look when the Billy came in and did that. First impression I've ever heard you do, and hope it's the last. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Phillips, Phillips sent in, pay for your content, you freeloading jizz gibbon. Oh, goodness. Um, all right. And Rob says, I'm not giving seven fifty a month out of me compo check to pay for you tight cunts to get a listen. Good on you, Rob. Nothing is free. Um, anyway, our headline act this week, we should kick into it, is uh, Christmas Day in Schoppingen, Germany, 2015, if you cast your mind back all that way. I will, actually. That just makes it in. And what a news story it was. Oh, yes. A 29-year-old man has reportedly died after blowing up a condom machine on Christmas Day. This was in Schopengen, Germany. Great. I mean, three young men cruising past a condom vending machine on the side of the road. They thought to themselves, it is Christmas. We deserve a little treat. Let's rob the bastard. See what happens. What are you getting, honestly? 
best case scenario is dingers, but how much cash are you going to find in a condom machine? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, many many victims of Darwinism have died at the hands of vending machines, just none of them as funny as a condom vending machine. Vending machines, I found out, kill four times as many people as sharks. Yeah, wow. That's not including long-term diabetes deaths and the like <laughs> from eating all the shit out of vending machine. This is violent death by crushing. Yeah. One every 112 million people die under a vending machine. Jesus. More likely to get killed by a vending machine than win Powerball. Fuck. So makes you think. Does make you think. Also, do you reckon they all die from the impact or do you think the impact of the vending machine falling on them causes a fair bit of damage and then it's just embarrassment that tips them over? Yeah. I think if you're old and frail and angry, the, the impact would fucking knock you off. But uh, if you're young... You just die under it because no one's coming. Yeah. Like, you, you know, probably too embarrassed to yell. So, you, <laughs> yeah, just fucking die. You reckon they can get it out? They go, hey. oh, no, don't worry. Fuck this. I brought this on myself. I'd like to know the stats of someone who's died of starvation because they're stuck oh, under a vending machine. Yeah, rough. Rough way to go. That'd be sick. Food does fall out, but it's like a gluten-free cookie. You go, nah. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> just die happier <laughs> slightly. You want to know some things while we're on stats that kill more people than sharks? Yeah. I'll tell you. Falling out of bed. Yeah. Champagne corks. Oh, yeah. Coconuts. Jesus. Messy handwriting, especially from doctors. Yeah. Um, elephants. Left-handed people using right-handed things. I tend to think sucked in. Yeah. Uh, falling TVs, being buried alive. And armed toddlers. Jesus. Sharks, pretty weak yeah. compared to what we do to ourselves. Yeah. You're scared of sharks? No, no, no. I'm scared because I'm going to go buy a beach towel at Walmart and I can see a three-year-old in his mum's bag. Yeah. There could be fucking anything coming out of that. <laughs> Coins or bullets. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the pink A lefties bang on about guns and shit, but, I mean, a lot of toddlers do kill their parents with guns. Yeah. And I think. Like if you like from the back seat of the car, kid could just grab a gun, and shoot his mum in the back of the head. If she, like, if she had an extra gun on her ankle, she could shoot the little fucker before he shot her. They don't need yeah. less guns. They need fucking more to fight yeah. off the toddlers trying to shoot them. Yeah, you need the other toddler with a gun as well, watching to make sure the other toddler doesn't shoot mum. Sure. Um, the other yeah. toddler. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only way forward. <laughs> Man, the falling out of bed, that's rough. That's just old. That's old people. Yeah. Um, champagne corks, what a way to go. Yeah. Now, when they say champagne corks, are they also including Prosecco and sparkling spumante? I would think so because they're slightly more vicious <laughs> than an actual cork. That plastic one, <laughs> fucking hard. It's like Kevlar, <laughs> like an oversized bullet coming at you. <laughs> that's a – what do they use the the – Fucking cow in uh, No Country for Old Men. What's that thing that he's got? Oh, it's like an air compressor thing. Yeah, the air yeah. compressor. <laughs> just killing bogans. <laughs> the air compressor spew pop. Oh, man. So early on Christmas Day 2015, locals in the peaceful Schopengen, a town where you're not allowed to own a dog unless it's proven to not be a fuckhead, um, said that they heard a loud noise at 7.40 a.m. So obviously, dissatisfied with what Santa delivered, <laughs> three German men set out to what looks to me to be a country road to rob a condom vending machine. No buildings in the background of the photo I saw. What a joint. Just a freestanding dinger machine in a semi-rural location, <laughs> only in Deutschland. <laughs> what the fuck are their council up to? I don't know. Like I know if we give the council shit here for different permits and you know it's turned into a bit of a nanny state, but just a freestanding... Dinger machine for no reason. Yeah. Must have been near Lover's Lane or something. I don't know. Wasn't there a World Cup? Was there a soccer World Cup in Germany a few years ago? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, 2010. Yeah, because remember they weren't they talking about sex workers then? They were building like temporary fucking dongers, like huts, because people were going to have sex with sex workers that often that they had to build new accommodation to fly more in. Maybe that's the last standing piece of a... Fuck village, you know? Oh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> They've bolted it into the ground. They can't get it out of the concrete. Yeah. Everything else they took down, took with them. 
Oh, man. I mean, the way these guys have chosen to steal something that's bolted in, they should have done the old chain around it, drive off, like, yeah. like you do with an ATM. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the episode, and you have done so far, you fucking stinge bag <laughs> pricks. Uh, here's some more messages from, from the patrons. Little says, as far as those cheap bastard freeloaders, Olden wastes a second thinking about those empty-headed scabs. God, there's some really well-written insults to you fucking tight-ass freeloaders in here. Love it. Absolutely. Simon says, hey, fuckheads, put the Smirnoff Ice and Winnie Blues down for a second, sling the boys a few shekels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even knows what you're up to. Just swap the Winnie Blues out for your fucking Horizon 50s for a week. You'll be well in front. Chuck us some Patreon cash. John says, Mange de la mer des murs. Tu baises mon marché. What, what does that mean, Heggie? I, th- I suspect John is not French, but uh, that would mean eat shit and die, <laughs> stingy fuck. <laughs> so you don't hear the French say that yeah. sort of thing that often. But uh, Has John just punched that into Google Translate? And- I would think so, yeah. Doesn't, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I try not to talk like that too much in French. It's, I, I try not to learn too much because uh, you just, I talk like that enough in English. <laughs> And um, sort of start with a clean slate yeah. and start learning French. And uh hasn't worked out that well, but I do I do try. <laughs> Gareth has written in, enjoy this episode, you freeloading human sponge. <laughs> Patrick has said, and I really hope Patrick's correct here, his dreams do come true for Christmas, and sometimes they do. A Christmas miracle can occur. Patrick says, I hope Santa leaves a shit in your sacks, you dirty cheese weasels. Jesus. Some great descriptions of these free listeners here. John, John's written in, enjoy the free content from your $0 contribution. You not three, not four, but five trips to the buffet freeloading grubs and or cunt. <laughs> <laughs> And or cunt. <laughs> I just wanted to cover all bases there. <laughs> John's a fucking animal. Right. I love John. That appears to be it for the insults from the Patreons. Well, you think, though, they were the ones that were written in, Heggy, but Brad actually sent us an audio message. Oh, here we go. All right, you freeloading Thomas Cook flying fucking welfare bludgeon pricks. Get a more accurate throw and chuck the boys some cash before you ruin Christmas. Love, Brad. Fuck yeah. Cheers, Brad. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brad. Thanks for insulting me twice in fucking one little five-second grab and uh, ripping into the freeloaders. Anyway. And I was going to say, thank, if, you've, if you've made it this far into this free episode, good on you, but of course you have. You're a fucking filthy freeloader. You would have made it this far <laughs> if we'd put double the amount of insults in. Enjoy the rest of the show. Get on patreon.com slash midflybrawl and sort your shit out before the new year. They're at the machine, right? And they've decided to rig up some explosives and blow the thing up. Jesus. Which they did. Yeah. But one of the men, a 29-year-old, didn't make it back to hide behind the car in time, like the other two, and got blasted by shrapnel in the head. So the other two, right? It's a bit like a fucking gender reveal, except not quite well before. Um, the other two took him to hospital and said, yeah, he fell down some stairs. That old chestnut. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's not fine to fall downstairs and hurt yourself, but you have to lie about it because it just sounds like a fucking lie yeah. already. It, it does sound like a lie, and it doesn't explain why the ant cells lodged behind his fucking eye socket. Yeah, I know. He fell down the <laughs> stairs. The hospital staff were on it. Probably, probably was the blue chunks of metal <laughs> hanging out of his fucking skull. And uh, they've called the pigs yep. who came and made the other boys spill the beans. And they didn't even end up getting all the coins from the machine, scattered around the machine. They just left in a big hurry. The other two idiots didn't get charged. They'd already killed their friend. I think that's enough, Nick. Yeah. Itch, iron, bind, shopping gin. So um, really makes you think. What's itch, iron? Oh, that's what um, – it's something like long live oh, really? shopping gin. It was, it was – fuck, I should know this. It's what um, yeah. JFK said about uh, Berlin. 
in John Von Berlin. <laughs> That's right. He's making the piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to get a bit of US presidential history rammed in there into a fucking exploding condom machine story. Yeah. I've done it again. <laughs> fucking hell. Man, some poor metal detector bloke too. He's going to be out and about in that in that town on the outskirts going, oh, what's this? It's going to get the odd coin, the odd bit of bloody shrapnel. Yeah. I'll probably think it's from World War II or something. And look at this. It's probably it's probably a Russian, bit of a Russian bullet. They're like, nah, it just went through some dumb cunt's head on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> the longer humans go on, and, you know, all things point to probably 100 years or so, knock this joint off, but um, <laughs> if, if they do manage to... To keep continuing, there's gonna throughout history there'll be more people die from exploding condom machines than World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's gonna happen at some stage. It's the way I feel about Kokoda. More fuckwits just dying on that bend from drinking too much water while trekking the track yeah. uh, post the war than died on it in the war. Yeah, I told you, my my favorite one wasn't the guy. There's a guy with no legs that. Fucking got through it. That's a fair effort, right? Yeah. It's the bloke that ran it and then bragged about his time. Look how quick I ran Kokoda Trail. Like, well, it's under very different circumstances. Yeah. I bet you weren't the quickest. (laughs) They didn't have stopwatches and Gatorade either, (laughs) fuckhead. So, yeah. How many many people die of exploding condom machines before... The conspiracy theorists kick off and go, there aren't even such things as condom machines. Yeah. They're fake numbers. It's just <laughs> the government trying to take away your rights. <laughs> well, some people might say more people have died from exploding condom machines than the war because it didn't happen <laughs> yeah. already. There's one. It's the so-called Holocaust killed less than condom vending machines exploding. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that brings us to the end. Of another episode of Land Larrikins. Uh, thanks for all your support, Patreoners, uh, and thanks for sending your messages through because this is the one that we, uh, we're we going to put it up for free uh, probably this week at some time, but it's not. this is not the thing that people are going to hear. People are going to hear this episode, but your heinous comments uh, rammed in throughout to make it, again, as I hope for, hope to make it, Barely listenable yeah. because as we spoke about earlier in this episode, nothing's for free. Fucking oath. Definitely not. All right, mate. You're legends. Thanks for all your support. Have a good New Year's and uh, I look forward to getting absolutely maggot and maybe in a Land Larrikin episode myself coming up. Sweet. See you, mate. Have a good one, legend. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 